Radio on Super Talk 1270. Now, here's Travis Beist and Rob McLeod. So, my name is RJ Moan, and I've got my 1968 C10 sitting behind us here. Project that I've been working on now since uh, about 2010 um, in one way, shape, or form. Actually, started out as a completely different truck and then went and traded that truck for this truck uh, in a roundabout way. So I know we visited it before yeah. on, and you kind of have a story behind yeah. actually yeah. how you got this truck when yeah. you were down in, was it Indianapolis yeah. Yeah. or yeah. Indiana, right? Yeah. 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 So I know you, there's a little history behind this thing. Yeah. So when you, I don't know if you've ever heard the story. At Not all. the he full actually, story. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of know how you acquired this one from your last one. Yeah. Yeah. But. So, so the, the original truck that I picked up down there um, was a truck that one of the doctors that I practiced with in the emergency room um, just outside of Indianapolis, he had had from when he was a kid uh, growing up in Colorado. And then he had actually brought that truck out to Indiana as a project for him to work on. And he ended up then... um, storing it in my shop that I had down there. He found out that I had a place where I was keeping some of my stuff that I was working on. So he brought that over and actually had it in my shop. Well, he ended up then, because of some family things that happened, he ended up having to move back to Colorado. Um, He decided at that time that um, it just wasn't something that he had the time to work on. And it had been in my shop for a year from the time that he had actually gone back to Colorado. And he said, you know, he called me up. He said, RJ, sorry, man. You know, I know I owe you for the shop. He goes, I, I just, I'm not going to be able to work on that truck. And he said, I know your son and you have kind of been checking it out. He goes, why don't you guys just take it? And that'll be payment for the, the shop rent, basically. I said, I can't take that. That's something that's been in your family forever. And he said, ah, don't worry about it. He goes, I'm back on the family farm. I've got all kinds of stuff. I I don't need it. And so, lo and behold, I inherited this truck from him. Um, Had it and worked on it for about two years. That was a 1972 C10. Red had uh, a step side box on it, short bed similar to this one, but with a step side. And um, the rest of the truck was in pretty rough shape, but the box was basically mint perfect. So was that truck kind of like still in the condition it came off the farm in? The rest of the truck besides yeah, the Yeah, like it was used and stuff. Yeah. I yeah. think the way you would describe the, yeah. the, the holy grail was the box of the truck. It was. It was. I mean, it was. there wasn't a scratch on it. The paint was a little bit faded, but there wasn't a dent, nothing. I mean, Which it is was, rare. Yeah, really yeah, exactly. rare. Considering, you know, a lot of times those, yeah, those trucks are being used for tools. They were yep. um, they're workhorses for a straight box. That's Absolutely. like... You don't see many of them. Yeah. Yeah. And his, his best explanation for it was the box never really got used, but we you, we drove the truck everywhere. Yeah. And he said, but with, they had pavement out to close to where their farm was. Mm-hmm. Didn't see a lot of gravel roads. Uh, but the frame over the years had, you know, just wore out, basically. So down there, basically anywhere at this point in time, the step-side box is just, that's like trying to find um, the most rare of rare parts for one of these, especially in that kind of shape. Mm-hmm. So he... Um, original. Yeah. Original. Mm-hmm. So he, I started checking around. 
I was more interested in finding a flare side like this. Mm-hmm. That would just which is still rare and hard to find. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Short exactly. boxes. Short boxes in general. Short boxes are yeah. just hard to find. Yeah. So, lo and behold, I I started looking around, found an actual flare side that I would like to get, which was this truck, and advertised my other truck, and basically had a guy who came and bought the truck basically for the box and gave me just about two 2k short of what this one was so wasn't it if if i remember it wasn't the guy that bought that from you wasn't he like a, a drag race guy or yeah. he raced or yeah. something he was going into the raceway yep. to the uh speedway or something yep. like that yep. yep exactly right and he saw the truck yeah 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 so it just i mean it just happened to be i i where my shop was down there um wasn't far from where a lot of those shops were the mm-hmm. where the race shops all yep. the race shops are mm-hmm. down there um in fact tony stewart's shop was just down the street from mine mm-hmm. and he uh, he just guy. happened to be mm-hmm. driving by and i had it sitting outside and he stopped in and said hey that box is perfect. He goes, I need that for my for my project. Yeah. I, I said, Well, what what's it worth to you? And yeah, he gave me I made a crazy number for yeah. it, and I was like, It's yours. Yeah, <laughs> paid the cash right on the spot and walked away with it. So so he I got mean, was, just the box, or you got the entire truck? He took the whole truck. That's yeah, what I he thought, took yeah. the whole truck. Um, but what are you going to do with the rest of the truck? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I knew that where this one was um, was down in Texas, basically. So. Um, then I got in touch with the guy in Texas and had him send that one up to me. Um, found a couple other parts from a couple other trucks around Indiana, and here it sits. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how you and I kind of go way back. Yeah, we, we do. We kind of have a history. Yeah. Um, my mom used to drive school bus for you guys, you and your brothers. Um, and we kind of grew up close to each other, you know, probably about 12, 15 miles. And uh, so we've known each other for quite a while. Yeah, we go back quite a ways. Quite a ways, yeah. Um, I do remember, and I think I've told the story probably about 100 times, we kind of reconvened back, and I think it was like 2003, roughly, I think right. it was, when we opened yep. up shop. Yep. And you had, uh, I'm trying to think what your Jeep that was. That had to be like an 80. Yeah, okay. It was an 86 CJ7. And you brought it to me, and this was, I mean, you had a 5.3 liter fuel-injected motor that you wanted to put in that thing. And, yep. and back then, that was something you just don't hear of. Yep. I mean, that's something that was such a challenge for me because it was something so unique that I was like, heck yeah, I'm, I'm for it. And you were already doing that back then already right. in 2003 that you were already in the customizing and doing stuff. So maybe a quarter of the parts were available for yeah. doing that kind of swap as there is now. Now right. it's like you could LS swap yeah. anything. Yeah, and back then, so. I mean, you had to find and research and make it <laughs> yeah. work. And, and I remember it was, it was red, yep. lifted, and you brought it in, and, and we ended up doing a like a partial frame off yep. on this thing. Uh, we uh, put new bushing, suspension, yep. everything in it. And I do recall we had it for a while. Yeah, uh, it was uh, delivery date. You were coming to pick it up the next morning. <laughs> uh, got it all washed up like we normally do. And it was a manual transmission. I don't know if you've ever driven a two-door Jeep the way it is, but they're squirrely. Yeah, they're... But now you put a loaded V8 in this thing, and it's ten times worse. Yeah. yeah. And so 
I took it out for one last test drive down the strip, and we were, our shop is actually down the road here about a mile. Yep. And well, I was bringing it in the shop, and it was a door-in, door-out shop. Yep. And the, the girl seen at the time, she had her grandma's car. The thing was pristine. It was a four-door car, not a scratch on it, never been over 55. And she had it for about a year, and she was getting ready to sell it that yep. very next day. I actually think, to be honest with you, I, I actually think she had it sold. She was <laughs> delivering it. So you have to picture this car was sideways at the end of the shop. And I was coming in with your Jeep, and I just so happened the throttle stuck on this thing is what I'm going to say. And I come zipping through the shop, and uh, I actually T-boned the car. I remember hearing this story. Yeah. So with that, it was bad enough that I had to face the music with her in the damage that I just T-boned this prestige car that what she had. What kind of had. car was that? It was a four-door Chrysler. I think it was like a Sebring. Okay. Sure. Uh, so dealing with that was one task because, of course, you might imagine she was probably not too impressed not with me. Impressed. No. Second of all, the one thing I was thinking of is, look at him. I had explained this to him tomorrow the next day that I just... I'm sure you're a little more toned back yeah. then. Yeah. So I, probably. I panicked. Well, he was he was pretty close to this even yeah. back then. I panicked. I, I backed your Jeep off of the car and... Um, it was like a little scratch in the bumper, I think. Yeah, if yeah. there was like no damage no to damage. this Jeep, oh. and yeah. I, I just like my heart sank, and I was more worried about him oh, than, I, sure. than I was anything yeah. else. Because I would be a customer, yeah. Yeah. b a friend, yeah. but it's just a business owner. Like you still got to think of it yeah. as you know, hey, this is a customer's like worst case, so and how this, yeah, yeah oh how this God. delivery yeah. was long overdue, and that happens. Yeah, it's like, and I, we put, I put so much. I mean, we did so much work to this oh, Jeep. So much work. And um, I remember you come down the next day, and you came in to pick up the Jeep, and I was like, RJ, hey, I, I, man, I'm sorry, but I got to tell you something. And I started telling you the story, and I remember you just laughing yeah. at the whole deal. And I thought, like, this guy's going to rip my head off in here. You're just like, hey, it's whatever. Hey, it's cool, you know. And, yeah. And I, I'll never forget that thing is just burned in my head. I'll never forget that story to the day I die. And it's just like anybody that hasn't heard it, it's the first thing I want to say is, I got a story for you. Got the story for you. Yeah. I remember I came down there on a Saturday, and I vividly remember this. You were <clears throat> sitting because you were you were getting ready to basically take the body off. But when the motor had initially been put in, that the way that harness was set up, there wasn't a natural Connected. disconnect yeah. at the firewall. And you were sitting in there with that water tight plug so there, going every pin. So I had to, there was probably 30 wires, and I had a weather pack yeah. every wire. Well, there's yep. only four plug, four wire plug. Yeah, yeah. So you know how many four wire plugs <laughs> I had to fill in? And there was no slack. And I remember laying up on the engine compartment over yeah. the back of the motor, putting these weather packs. Yeah, so every every pass-through was tight. Yeah. Every yeah. single one of them. Yeah. Um, it was crazy it was how crazy. Uh, just the memories of that Jeep. And you ended up keeping that for quite a while. I for I quite a while, yeah. We, then when we moved up to Watford was when I ended up selling that to a guy up there. Um, but, yeah, that... It, 
Talk about horsepower and squirrely, though. That mm-hmm. thing was crazy. Yeah, you had to respect that thing yeah. to drive it. And it that was a two-hander. And yeah, yeah I remember I, it just the power and torque that thing had was unreal. It was just, it was crazy. Well, it was never, that chassis was never meant for anything over no. 200, yeah. 250 horse, you know. That motor came out of a, I believe it was an 80. Vet. Yep, it was an 84 vet or something like that. That like, came, like CK motors. Super had. early fuel injection. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. that was that was quite a quite a jeep. Absolutely. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, you've done you've done a fair yeah. number of projects for me. Actually, yeah, between I, the well, I'm really first glad white you guys. I had that yep. you, you did the lift. Lifted. Yep. Did a <laughs> put a, a bale bed on a back of an oh, old I remember that. Yeah, that farm truck. Yeah, remember truck. that. We also lifted your Ram. Your yep, new Ram. My new Ram lifted that. I think it looks yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, that really turned I can always pick me. you out when you're driving. Yeah, it stands <laughs> out. It stands out. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of lifted new Rams with that one. Just yeah. clean. Yeah, it's good. It, it turned out beautifully. Yeah. Absolutely. And then all the work you guys have been doing on this one, it's just amazing. Right. It's and just we've, incredible. And we've done, so with this now, uh, you've done some motor Upgrade, so there's yep. a fuel injected big block in this yep. thing, correct? Correct. And um, which runs very well. It does. Yeah, uh, with a little, little, little help from you guys getting it tuned right. But it, it definitely runs like a just hit the key, starts immediately, everything's perfect. Nice. I think one thing that we've always talked about, just you know, me giving you rides back and forth from where you need to go, is the unique sound this truck has. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like something. It has that throatiness of a, you know, a nice American big block, but it just it kind of sounds almost like um, so high end. It does. It's like, a, there's almost a European little yeah, bit of Yeah, exactly. A, just I don't want to say growl to it. Yeah, it's just it's like it's it's unique. It is. Um, I agree. I love it. I love it. And I mean, it definitely turns heads oh, yeah. where we go. Every time I just like now when I started it up over at the shop and pulled it out, <laughs> everybody that was over there comes look looking down, yeah. trying to figure out what that sound is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely turns heads. Were we ever to find out? Um, so I remember I had to do some looking one day. Um, I think we did find out what cams in that thing. I think that's kind of what yeah, it's allows a, that yeah, that tone. It's a, if I remember right, it's a, is it a crane? It's a thumper cam. I know mm-hmm. that. I can't remember who exactly makes it. Um, but yeah, with the you know the motors thirty over, so it's a four sixty eight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got got a really heavy. Big lope in the cam, and mm-hmm. that really changes that sound. Yeah. And no, it, I think you know, it was good before, but the the exhaust that you guys fitted to that, manufactured to get it around all the bends just right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something about it that just makes that tone mm-hmm. just perfect. Well, I know that was one of the biggest things, too, when you brought it in here, you know, having that X-pipe in there. It didn't yeah. have that before. And with these kind of motors, I mean, that's that's a huge thing yeah. that yeah, you, you got really to really put in there. Yeah, yep. It does make a big yeah, difference. Yeah. And I know we've done stages on this truck, uh, but when you brought it to us, it was lowered with wheels. Correct. And so we did motor work on it, wiring stuff. Yep. We also upgraded the interior to some, uh, actually twice. twice. Actually, we uh, converted it little, kind of met, kind of like semi stock, I guess yeah. I should say. Yeah. And then from there, we went all out and did yeah. a full custom TMI interior yep. Yep. in it. Uh, even a stereo system in it. Stereo it's got a system. nice rockin' uh, Alpine kicker yep. combo. Really yep. Sounds really good. Um, 
so I know like like a lot of customers that we deal with you know we do a lot of stuff in steps we do um, you know whatever the customer wants and that can't afford to do everything all at once or in some case like you like you like how this thing is and I know you have future plans for it but it sure doesn't stuck like this either so it's like a win-win because you know that you're going to change it you know that you have future plans but you want to enjoy it baby steps to get it there because this thing is still cool and it still yeah. looks awesome. It is. You know, it still turns heads. Yeah, I think it's, it's, a, it's a good 30-footer. I mean, yeah. from, from a few steps back, it looks <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. nice. I mean, it... Mm-hmm. I think it's cool, the process of that you're taking of how the trucks evolve and you get to do one thing, you enjoy it. It kind of just keeps yeah. that excitement level. It's like, oh, I'm looking forward to the next thing. So sometimes yeah. we do these, you know, we give a $130,000 car back to the customer. Well, that wears thin in six months, you know, because yeah. it's complete. There's nothing else left. Nothing left. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So it's like when you um, even just clean up the wiring, it's like, okay, you know, you got a good sound car. You could drive anywhere. Okay, that's covered. Mm-hmm. Now, what are you looking around at in the interior? Right. Well, now you got something really good to look at mm-hmm. and just kind of just keeps on slowly tying the entire truck together. Yeah. I so, think the thing I, I've noticed, too, is, you know, even from some of the first discussions we had when we kind of started to make a little bit of a plan, mm-hmm. there's been little things that we've changed along the way just mm-hmm. because, you know, we did one thing and then it was like, well, you know, now, looking at it the way it is, I think it would look better if mm-hmm. it went this way with it. Mm-hmm. And so those little changes just really seem to... Uh, you know, I think as we progress along and continue to do more work on it, it's going to be that same kind of thing where those yeah. little, those little yeah. things um, that make such a huge difference. Well, and the other thing too that makes a that helps out too is when you got this truck, it was partially somebody else. Somebody already had their fingers in it, per se. <laughs> yeah, and so it's also nice that you know you bring in it here and letting a fresh pair of eyes kind of get underneath it and see yeah. like. Okay, what what do you guys see and right. get it? And I know you got a lot. I've been at your shop. It's cool. Yeah. Um. You actually got some pretty pretty neat toys and stuff yeah. over there. Um. But to get to get a second pair of eyes underneath it, absolutely got it. You know, we found some things that we needed to address, some yeah. safety yeah. issue stuff. Safety issues. For yeah. Sure. And and we did. We fixed yep. it. So then that way that uh, it'll make it better out on the highway and safer yeah. too. Yeah. 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 The I mean. From the from the front brakes pulling to the right and the motor mounts, motor mounts that oh, I don't know if they were actually holding the motor or not. They definitely no weren't correct. Yeah, um, yeah, there were some things that definitely needed to be straightened out. But uh, you know, from the I think the getting the wiring issues, I think helped taken care of. Better. Made such a big difference, you know, mm-hmm. like any old truck that has you know a gob of wires hanging down underneath the dash. Mm-hmm. This one was just as bad as any other one that I've ever seen. And, you know, just going through them, and literally you guys went through them wire by wire mm-hmm. and took out anything that didn't belong, made sure everything else was connected to something it was supposed to be connected to, made sure all the grounds were perfect. Right. I mean, and it took care of so many problems. And then somebody put an aftermarket fuel injection system on the thing, and they kind of had it hooked up and kind of yeah. not. And yeah. Fixing that wiring on top of it, absolutely. You know, just cleaning it all up, making sure everything was wired correctly. Correct. And then tuning it so it actually ran. Because I remember before when you first brought it, 
you would start it in your shop, and I I remember like I think yeah. we had to jump start it, and my eyes were just water, and it was so rich yeah. over there, and I just thought, yeah, this thing is not right. At yeah, all. It wasn't even close. Putting it a, was enough to run, but that was about it. Yeah. Putting a Vitex system on a truck is you got to know what you're doing. It's not something you just slap on. It's not a Holly kit by any means. Yeah. And self-learning, I don't know about that. It's it's that's very minute. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm gonna use slight, like very loosely when I yeah. say you know five percent self-learning. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you pretty yeah, much have to get it. It gets 95%, the car five percent, and then it self-learns maybe for like yeah. the next maybe five percent. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it's a handful. Things that you learn as you go along. Yeah. I think anybody that was really interested in doing that conversion, I would definitely point them in a different direction mm-hmm. than Phytech. Yeah, now, I'm sure they're coming along as well, and I don't want to badmouth Phytech, mm-hmm. but I, just this system here was yeah. certainly a handful. Yeah, and like anything, they're, they're fairly new. Uh, you know, they haven't been out probably as long as some of the competitors out there, so you give them time, just like anything, yep. they'll, they'll R&D it, they'll get the bugs worked yeah. out, and, you know, they'll just, you know, hopefully... Better their product because they'll learn more. You know, Absolutely. the feedback, the more product they get out there, the more feedback and they can fix this stuff. But yeah. if you don't have that patience, yeah, it's there is certainly know, applicable. I'm sure you can run, you know, hundreds of different mapping through that module. Yeah. But it's just, you know, for someone like you that just wants to start, start the truck and drive, you know, it's like you want one map and one map that runs good. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, exactly mm-hmm. right. So what. Everything now that we've done to this thing, yeah. and I know you still have plans and ideas, Absolutely. and I yeah. know you were talking, I do believe you have a six liter, I think, that you have sitting Correct. in your shop that yep. you were thinking about maybe twin turboing it or something. Or It'd be pretty cool if, to do I, it. I think you yeah, were saying something like that, that yep. your plans were for this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's a. I have a six liter um, LS3 that um, came out of a safari van, I think. So it's got the iron block. Mm. You know, the perfect, basically the perfect setup to do forced induction. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, pull all the old internals out of it, put a fully forged rotating assembly in it, and just go go crazy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, be this pickup would be just perfect. Oh, perfect yeah. one to put that into um, but then I think again goes back to if a guy's going to do that then do you want to put a whole new chassis under it get mm-hmm. really serious about absolutely. it absolutely and I think that would be that combination would just make this thing perfect mm-hmm. so. you know and that's the thing for being in this industry and you know I've been doing this since 1999 yep. uh, as a business and you know you came aboard a little over a year ago but you're still familiar with the industry and you're a car guy it's crazy you know we try to educate our customers you know if you're going to stick big motors and brakes and stuff in uh any older vehicle chassis is like you know that's you know it's almost like buying a good pair of shoes but putting crappy socks on you know it's like you want a good foundation and there's a start of it and it's it's amazing how having a good chassis underneath there it handles you can tell a big difference on how that truck reacts and handles yeah you just got to remember that originally you know these trucks um (laughs) were designed for 
work uses, yeah. not taking corners at 8590, mm-hmm. um, not running through switchbacks, and they weren't designed for six, seven hundred horse. Not even close. Exactly. You know, not even close. I mean, most so, of them came from the factory, probably a hundred and fifty horse. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they, even if they came with a big block in them, they were probably still only a couple hundred horse. Mm-hmm. At that time, it just wasn't the thing. And right. you've got frames that are, you know, they're basically just a, a channel frame. They're not. A fully boxed frame. Mm-hmm. They've got very minimal mm-hmm. amounts of support just, in them. They're just mm-hmm. rectangles. They're not. That's right. You know, they're, you the geometry isn't there. Yeah. You don't have any cross supports, so. really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're just not made to handle that type of horsepower. So. Yeah, so that would definitely be. Yeah, so having a better chassis here in this thing will definitely improve and handle all the horsepower that I know you're thinking about putting into this truck. Yeah, I think, you know, getting somewhere between 800 to 1,000 horse. To the rear wheels would be a pretty good, pretty good starting point. Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty streetable number. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> why not? We've got right. to do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna go, you might as well go big. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the the nice thing about it is there's so much room under the hood in these. Mm-hmm. You've got all the landscape that you platforms there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can put anything you want underneath there. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that, keeping it low. So you don't have to do anything with the hood, come up through the hood, anything like that, twin turbos. Um, Yeah, that'd be a perfect setup. So I know you have two kids, correct? You have a uh, daughter and a son? Yep. Which one gets it? So are they, is, have they said anything, or what? No. Like have, is it somebody like I want a graduation present right yeah. here, or is this all going to well, be down? My son's convinced he's going to get my my three quarter ton Dodge truck. He he already said that's the one he wants. Mm-hmm. Actually, my daughter Abby, who's just finished up her first year at NDSU, she's the only one that's driven this other than me. Even okay. my wife hasn't driven this. Only Abby's driven this. So um, she's. Yeah, she thinks it's pretty cool. Her favorite thing initially was that door didn't work on that side, so the only way you could get in it was diving through the window. <laughs> so she liked to duke to hazard it and jump through the window. She oh, thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, she she thinks this thing's pretty neat. I think she'd be one who would get a kick out of it. So, so far, nobody is, like, Nobody's saying this, this is, yeah. Dad, when you when you get rid of this, like, this is yeah. my truck. No, so not, not yet. Not yet. But, not yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Uh, let's see. So one thing that I've been wanting to ask, so we've kind of gotten the truck to a point where um, it's turnkey. I mean, how much have you enjoyed this truck? I mean, how many miles have you been putting on it? And, you know, not enough. That's the thing right okay. now. I, I'm really hoping this summer that I get a chance to sure. just get it out and really put some miles on it, drive it, um, you know. Daily it, yeah. Yeah, just really put it put it through his paces day after day and just yeah. see how reliable it is see yeah. you know really try to break it without getting too crazy mm-hmm. um, make sure everything is you know pretty much turned to so want. I can can feel it's a reliable truck and drive it every day I think mm-hmm. that'd be great I think it's a pretty interesting dynamic uh, driving a truck like this every day where you know you get in you're on your way to work and you're not looking at a big screen or you know it's just you know, you got the radio going, you know, your phone's in your pocket. You know, yep. generally when you hop in your neutral, okay, you set your phone there, you're looking at your phone, you got your big screen, you got your nice dash. Well, it's like you hop in this thing and drive to work. It's like, and you just want to put your arm out the window or, yeah, you know, just, put it over on the cruise. side and just cruise. It's like, Absolutely. that's your drive to work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, um, 
I got a, a little bit newer C10, and I, I get to drive it to work every once in a while. And uh, man, I love it. I just mm-hmm. I instantly start the day out in a great mood. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just it's no better way to get to work. Absolutely. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of uh, that Billy Madison movie where he rolls up in his TA and he's got what is it like a ACDC shirt on and his leather jacket. Yeah, it's like you almost feel like that when <laughs> yeah, you want to get in. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's just old school and you just you love it. Yep. Yep. And the the looks that you get, you know, doesn't matter what day it is or who it is, they're all gonna look. Oh you yeah. This thing by, you know, yeah. It's, I've even had um, a couple different times pull up to a stoplight or pulling up to a stoplight and there'll be either a Mandan or, or Bismarck police officer sitting at the stoplight and more than once I've had them look over at me and you know give me a thumbs up or mm-hmm. you yeah. know, wave at me and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, they all think it's pretty cool yeah, too, which so. is nice yeah and I know you've been pretty uh, good about letting us so we've taken it to a couple of car yep. shows already and we had it in our booth for uh, a car show, an yep. indoor car show, and we had the stereo going, and a lot of lookers. You know, oh, that's it's a crazy. Big hit. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and yeah. people come up, and and you know, and they walk, and they see, like you said, it's original, so they're thinking, you know, what, you know, why would they have this truck here? It's got a cool look to it. Yeah. And then as they walk up to it, and they see the engine compartment, and they see uh, the clean and the interior, and then right away, like their eyes get big, and then you know they're curious. Yeah, you know, absolutely, it's, absolutely. It's it's just it's a great looking truck. I've had a couple people who saw the truck at the car show and now have run into me and said hey i saw your truck at the car show that thing is awesome so yeah 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 it definitely definitely got some looks no doubt about it that truck was surrounded by a lot of beautiful cars there and everybody just seemed to gravitate towards that it's just it's got a look about it and you know once they see kind of how the truck was built almost reversely where you took care of the, the, the engine bay the interior and there was some really nice paint jobs at that car show, yeah. but yet people were just like, it's just, it's just different yeah. in an absolute great way. I think that was the biggest thing that drew people because they're coming to a car show and they're always used to seeing brand new paint, yeah. brand new, yeah. you know, restores. Yeah. And all of a sudden in a booth, they see this and we had it under a tent with lights on it. Yep. So people are curious. Yeah, like, like, why, why? Yeah. Why would this be a center of attention? Yeah. And then, like I said, when people actually came up to it and they they saw what had been yeah. done to yeah. it, you know, it really got people in. And I think the the car guys, and especially you know, there's a lot of C10 guys. Oh, they like they would just I go up to them and they'd instantly start telling me how their dad or their brother or yep. someone in their family had these C10s. It's just such a classic American vehicle. Yeah, it's just I like I'm a diehard Ford guy. But I got myself a C10 just because they're cool. They are cool. Oh, yeah, they are absolutely. Just a, that you know, it, it, the years before this, before you got to '67, and then even set, you know '73, the first square bodies that came out, mm-hmm. and then the second generation square bodies that came out. I mean, they all have a very classic look mm-hmm. to them. They're all a little bit different, mm-hmm. but when you see them, you know, you just they're, they catch your eye. There's yeah. something about them. They just draw your attention. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited to see, you know, keep moving forward on yeah, this thing yeah. and doing uh, as as your wants and needs change to be a part of it. And um, I'm excited to uh, just keep 
making that change for yep. you because it's always I love seeing this thing come in our yeah. shot because yeah. we know that it's not going to be okay. You know, uh, RJ's going to bring it in here and and he wants all this done to it. Well, that's not how you how you work. No. You know, it's you you like to do a little bit at a time, but those little bits are big yeah. little bits. They're they're game changers. They really are. And then we get to see the truck leave, and then we get to appreciate it yeah. too. Until the next little thing that you want done. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah, you guys so. have been great to work with. I mean, from the, the very first time I brought it in, you guys kept it, you know, had it around for a while, got quite a number of things knocked out on it that just really made the truck more reliable. And then we kind of dug into some of the more interesting things and the mm-hmm. stereo and the interior, and that really changed the mm-hmm. truck dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um and now it's just, you know, this summer now, finally get a chance to take it cruising and really just put some miles on it and enjoy it. I'm really looking mm-hmm. forward to it. So, yeah. You know, and it's nice, too, having customers like you come in and, you know, me being on both sides of the desk, I always say that to a lot of people yeah. because, you know, I've, I'm a customer to a car shops here around town mm-hmm. and I'm also, you know, owning a custom car business. You know, it's... It's like you, you always want to hear what the customer wants, yeah. and it's like, okay, I, you know, RJ's, you know, you're very specific of what you want done, like most customers. And the good thing about it is the guys that I have here are car guys, yeah. so they treat their cars as if it's their own because Absolutely. they have a love and a passion for this. No and, question. Uh, I remember when you brought it in for the first interior go around and you wanted the red carpet and and I went up to Rob and I said, I know what he wants, but I'm going to step in and we're going to put nicer carpet in and we're going to put that really nice, classy, ritzy looking red in there instead of that big, you know, uh, cut loop that you wanted. And uh, I'm like, I know RJ's cool. We kind of have a... A history together, so hopefully I've done worse to him before. He's never been <laughs> mad sure. at me, so yeah. I'm going to go out on the limb on this and be like, he's going to be all right with it. And I remember you coming in, and you were like, you were, you know, just impressed that you know we took it to the next step without, you know, costing. I mean, it yeah. really, honestly, yeah. it didn't cost any more right. than what you already picked up. But it was a, you know, Rob was able to find a lot better quality carpet that just changed the look of this really truck. Did. And you were just like, man, that's awesome because what other place probably would have just done what I said and yep. not thought outside the box to yep. do that. And so we get involved in it just as much as a customer does. And exactly. that's what my guys love and enjoy is the fact that when we do do these builds, we get to put some of our, you know, our, I want to say wants or needs, but our know-hows in it yep. and like how we want to do things and, and build things. And that really also helps out and it completes what the customer is looking for well it you know it, perfect example was like the the headliner in the mm-hmm. truck you know you buy you buy something from a, a company that looks like what you want in the catalog it shows up mm-hmm. it's not exactly what it's advertised as a lot of plastic pieces that just really don't belong in the truck don't want to see it um, just really mm-hmm. really kind of underwhelming and you guys just took it to the next level mm-hmm. did some custom work on it that just i mean you go in there now, you look, and if you don't know that that's what it is up around the headliner, you would think it came that way. Right. You know, it just looks perfect. Mm-hmm. And that that just changed that from, it probably would have looked a little just sketchy. I know, you know it would have bugged really, you. It would have. Yeah. It really would have. There's no doubt. Because it would have been, been crooked. Right. Just, it would not have been right. And, you know, and it's crazy. I've 
again, I'm a car guy. I, I'm a more actually I, motorcycles is what got me first, and you know I, I kind of. I've always been intrigued with cars, but my heart started in motorcycles, and then I converted. You know, I I want to say I got tired of the motorcycles, but you know, building custom bikes for years, and you know, having motorcycles since I was young, it was just got to be something normal for me. So, getting into the car and truck industry part of it, it was you know got me excited again, and you know, it's it's like falling in love with the industry all over, and I I do any chance that I can. Going to a car show, I I do. I'm, I'm all about it. I've been to uh, Barrett Jackson yep. auctions. I've been to uh, Good Guys car shows. I've been to uh, Hot August Nights. Hot August Nights in Reno, and you're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of cars that you see that I've walked for five days straight, and I didn't see every car. And it's yeah. crazy, and it's amazing how. You know, you look, it's the attention to detail. Absolutely. And I've also visited other shops that when you look at stuff, you know, it's we're all bought, you know, when we paint a car, it's the gaps and the fitment. And it's crazy how they miss a lot of that stuff. And getting back to that interior piece, you know, there's probably a lot of shops that would have just, well, this is what he brought. This is what they say to install it. So that's what we did. And not think outside the box yeah, and think, well, if this was my truck and I was putting it in, yeah. how would I want it to look? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. You know, there was, that was one example. Another one was just the, you know, the TMI interiors. I can't say enough good things about mm-hmm. the way that showed up. I mean, mm-hmm. it just out of the box looked amazing. But once you start to assemble it, you start to see some of the little things mm-hmm. that, you you can just take it to that next level and making some filler plates and some things to really fill in those gaps and just you know it changed it so much um the interior looks good but it looks even better because of the little additional things that were done just to finish it Mm -hmm. you know and you guys you know again i think had it been a different shop there's in all likelihood probably would have came back to me without any of those things done and it would have been underwhelming Mm -hmm. it really would have it's kind of a two-way street too because it's nice having a customer like you that has full trust in us that we know um whatever decision we make we're gonna have your backing of it and um so it's really nice you know i gotta say from you know i'm not the most hands-on guy when it comes to working on these cars but um it was nice having you um, just you know openly communicate and, and stuff like that. No, you're you're great to work yeah. with, and that yeah. makes everything um, with the truck go a lot easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So. Well, the communication was always spot on. I mean, you guys, you know, I wouldn't hear from you for a while, and then I'd get a message. You know, hey, we ran into something. Can you stop by for a second, and take a look at this? And it was always, you know, it was always something that that decision really would make such a difference in how it ended up looking Mm -hmm. and on the surface it probably seemed like a minor thing but i think had those connections not been made and the communication been done um it could have really you know changed the way the finished product looked um yeah as far as being smooth and seamless i mean you guys just every time went the extra mile to make sure that was all done beyond my expectation well i appreciate it it's always good to hear 
positive good feedback yeah. from customers and not only because I know you but again you know and that's the thing is you know I was raised I'd say I was born here I was raised in a small town yep. uh, and being you know I moved back here in 99 and been kind of in the community because of this business for yep. quite a few years and um, it seems like either I know the customer as a friend and they come in and you're still a customer or they start out as a customer and they leave as a friend yep. you know we we get customers that we never met before that stop in at a regular basis and give us snacks and check in on us and but it's always business yep. you know it doesn't matter that i know you that oh he you know i know him he's not going to care that that's never the point and then we always treat you like a customer yep. and and you are the customer so you know there's always that mutual respect Absolutely. there all the time yeah and i i always had the i always i always felt comfortable because i knew if there was something if i was what i was suggesting to you guys that i wanted to do i, I knew that if it was something that you were just like okay he's talking out his ass mm-hmm. um you guys would have stopped you would have <clears> said no i i know what you you're you think that mm-hmm. might be the way you want to go, but let take a look at this. Mm-hmm. And I just always knew that I was in good hands from that standpoint. The you know because every time, whether it was my first truck that you guys worked on or the Jeep that you worked mm-hmm. on, my second truck, every time, every suggestion you guys made as far as whether it was a wheel tire combination or whatever it was, it was always spot on. Mm-hmm. And. I mean, anybody who's seen those vehicles in the past would know. I mean, they turned out amazing, mm-hmm. and that's that, a lot of that comes down to you guys helping me make the right mm-hmm. decisions. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, being in this industry for as long as I have, and going back to building bikes. Yeah, I've learned throughout the years that when customers come in. They kind of have ideas, <laughs> right. but once you start laying them on paper, you're like, "No, nah, yeah, gonna work. That ain't gonna work. That it's not gonna look good." No. You know, I just and then you kind of guide them back in and show them like, "This is what I would do." Kind of take what you're looking for and right. what your right. end result wants to be, yep. and we'll we'll kind of narrow it down a little bit and point down the right direction. But that you know, kind of getting back with the interior, that's with everything because yep. I know you wanted really cool with that TMI, but you wanted to look like it was really made for the truck yeah. and that's what we you know took that next step and Absolutely. we hopefully that you know we conquered that for you there's no question yeah so you know i appreciate rj i appreciate you you know giving us some time to visit yeah. with you on the truck and Anytime. um you know kind of get some history i knew that this thing had a story behind it yeah. and it's always neat to hear you know it's not only uh getting a, a review from the customer but yeah. it's always you know when rob even deals with people that come in and and you know from the very first time that they want something done and it's usually if he doesn't ask i do it's it's coming shortly but it says like why are you building this like i want to know i like there's a story yeah Yeah. and it's crazy how many people have a story and and you just sit and listen and it's crazy how interesting it is and people need to hear some of this stuff you know it's I've never heard of anybody come in and say, oh, I just bought it here, just do whatever you want for it. Right. No, no I've, not nobody's, yeah. This, when people bring in a vehicle to us, it, it's, it reminds them of something or it's something that they had or there's a, you know, there's a meaning, there, there's yeah. some heart behind it. And it's Absolutely. always nice to know what that story is. And yeah. it's always, to me, it's, that makes me get to understand the customer 
and the outcome and like how they want this you right. know end project to look yep. like just by knowing the history and what it means to them. Yep. So no, I, I think getting that personal touch is what makes all the difference. I think that, that just goes back to those little, little tiny things that mm-hmm. can make such a difference in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I think that's super important. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I appreciate you coming down, Absolutely. RJ, and visiting with us. Uh, if you are interested in looking at this truck and see more pictures of it, I know we have pictures on our uh, website dakotacustoms.com and that's Dakota Customs with a K and Z dot com and you can check us out on Facebook we do have pictures on there and that's also Dakota Customs and um, let us know if you like it if you like our podcast until next time this is Dakota Customs on Riveted and uh, we'll talk to you later see you guys see ya Thanks for listening to Unriveted Radio, also available on demand with the Super Talk 1270 mobile app. Download in the App Store or Google Play today. Unriveted Radio, presented by Dakota Customs, a full-service custom garage on the Strip in Mandan. This program has been paid for by...